Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of True Dominion Podcast. Good morning. How are y'all doing today? How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You sure? I am. I am. We have a topic today, and today we're going to be talking about Christ's return. Yes. Hmm. That's why we're wearing this white. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but he is coming for a, a church without a spot or a ring. All right. You know. <laughs> but uh, today is is it's going to be something. That is, it's not going to be long and drawn out. I, I don't have a lot to say, but what I do hope, what I do have to say, mm-hmm. I hope hit home for somebody. Yeah. I, I hope it really opens your eyes to see what God is doing, has done, and 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 the heart of God, who He is. Mm-hmm. You know. This one right here really has me stirred up mm-hmm. on the inside. Yes, it should. Because of the simple fact that it has always been about works. Mm. It's always been about casting out. Mm. It's always been about everything else. You know, it's always been about healing. It's always been about opening blinded eyes. It's always been about this. It's always been about that. Jesus said, what you see me do, you will do in greater. Mm. What is the greater part? You're about to walk heavy. What is the greater part? No, I'm just about to say what I feel and and Mm. say how, 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 how I can. What is the greater part? Jesus didn't go to the homeless. Jesus didn't go to the ones in prison. Mm. Jesus didn't go and do all the other things. The greater part. Mm. The Bible never recorded him doing those things. The Bible never recorded what I'm going to talk to you about in Matthew 25. The Bible never recorded Jesus actually doing what he's talking about right here. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the part that's important. Go you know, ahead. it's the part that's gonna, <laughs> gonna get you in. <laughs> well, you wanna pray before you uh go I, in. I'm 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 gonna pray. <laughs> and and I'm and I'm gonna let you expound a little bit. Because I know that you have something that I can glean from. Okay. You know. So, Lord Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, Lord Heavenly Father, we lay aside every weight. We lay aside every thought. We lay aside everything, oh Heavenly Father, only to lift you up, oh Heavenly Father. To lift you higher, oh Heavenly Father. Your name is heavy, oh Heavenly Father. But your truth is weightier than their name, oh God. I thank you right now, oh Heavenly Father, for your word, oh Heavenly Father. Because your word is what divides. Your word is what separates. Your word is what does the work, oh Heavenly Father. Let thou your will be done on today, your Father God. Lord God, we give ourselves 
comes over to you so that you would have your divine way in us, O Heavenly Father. Open the ears of the people. Open the hearts of the people. Yes, Open God. the ears to hear and the eyes to see, O Heavenly Father, yes, your Lord. glory, your the spectacle of who you are, O Heavenly Father, the truth yes, of Lord. your word, O Father God. And that's the spectacle of you. Your word is the spectacle, O Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord. Show yourself mighty through your word today, O Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord. We decrease so that your spirit may have his divine way. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, I pray. In his name. Amen. Amen. So, when you think about Christ's return, what do you think about? Honestly, I think about it being a joyous time. Honestly, I think about that's why I have to die to this flesh. When I think about, I'm going to just use this as an example. When people normally pass away, it's supposed to be a celebration. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But we tend to mourn more often than we are joyful because we identify that that person is no longer with us. Right? And we mourn because of our, our own need for that person. Our own need for that person. And sometimes I feel like a lot of times as people, when we do that, we diminish the person down to their last days as if that's all they ever were or that was all to them. And so what I'm saying is I believe we have diminished Christ down to a building. We have diminished Christ down to a sermon. We have diminished Christ down to a conference we have diminished christ down to you know just saying we have a church or a name of our ministries and so there seems to not be a joyous or excitement um that we look forward to meeting christ you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. there seems to be as if the if our hearts are not truly in it, even though we have never seen him physically, we don't long for him the same way that we long for a husband or a wife. We don't long for him the same way we we long for material things. But he is everything. He has everything. And so today when I when when as he gave this topic, um I thought about Steve Harvey a little bit. <laughs> and what I thought about was when he did the Kings of Comedy. Mm -hmm. And at the end, he introduced, if he had the opportunity, he had the opportunity to introduce, introduce Christ, mm -hmm. how would he do it? And after all he said, you know, <laughs> all the things that he said that was funny and exciting and made you laugh, at the very end, it made you think. You know what I'm saying? He gave them God in a way that we had never seen somebody do it before. He had never been in a pulpit, right? That's right. So it made me think about, as we talk about this message, to give people Christ as if they've never, in a way that they've never had, had him before. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know and we know that we're not up here to just be seen. That's we're right. not here because we want to be here. It's six o'clock in the morning. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're not here to make a name for ourselves. You don't see Latonya and Christopher Ministries nowhere. <laughs> you know, because it was his ministry. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have a ministry. There's gifts and talents that he gives to us. But that don't belong to us. Everything belongs to God. Everything was created for his pleasure and purpose. Yeah. So when I think about Christ's return, mm -hmm. I want to come from a place of warning. I got you. And as if in, if I never ever get the opportunity to reach another person, mm -hmm. if my eyes close tonight, what would I tell the people? Not just throwing scriptures, but just coming from a place of when I go to my judgment day, I want to make sure if he's going to judge me according to my deeds, that I at least did what he asked me to do. And this right here is what he asked us to do. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think about. Um, Christ's return. That's good. That's good. You know, because he's coming back. He is. There, there, there is no question in that. I mean, the, I, I mean, it's up in the air. Everybody like, oh, he's coming back now. And and, and I'm not going to say he's coming back now. I'm not going to say he's coming back later. But when he come back? Well, when he went up, when he went back, ascended back up to heaven, we were already in the end days or the end times. The end times don't just start because things are going on and wars and rumors of wars and and plagues and things like that. He said that the end times that, didn't start didn't start just because COVID came. The end times started ever since he ascended back up to heaven. That's when the end times started. You know. That's why I'm, nobody knows when he's coming. What what we have seen was history repeat itself, mm -hmm. and we have seen plagues come and plagues go in the land just mm -hmm. because we haven't seen them doesn't mean that they have not come that's right you know there was a lot of different things that happened back in the day there was a polio mm -hmm. you know there was all these different other kind of uh diseases that came mm -hmm. into the land and wiped out mass numbers of people it's just our first time seeing but it. it's our first time seeing it mm -hmm. so you can know when the bubonic plague happened they was like oh this is the end mm -hmm. oh this is the end Mm -hmm. But he said the end is not yet. That's right. These are signs. These are signs, but the end is not yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that Trumpers ain't being blown. <laughs> I'm not saying anything of that nature. I'm not saying that it, it ain't time yet. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that if we don't worry about the time and we just focus on God. That's it. When the time comes, you'll be ready. We'll be ready. <laughs> you'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be one of them people that's always the end, the end, the end, the mm -hmm. end. And then you, they never live. We busy worrying about the end, but what about now? <laughs> what about now? Jesus said nobody don't know, not even me. That's Jesus don't even know when the end going to come. That's what he said. Only the Father know that. And the father ain't disclosed that information to nobody. Nobody. I know people having dreams of the end and they having all these visions of the end. They had that in the Old Testament too. Yes, they did. 
They had dreams of the end. They had visions of the end. They told their stories about the end. They told their stories about the coming of Christ. And it still took time for Christ to come. That's right. God going to fulfill this word in his time. Not my time, not your time, but in his time. But you don't need to wait to the end time anyway, because you might go before the end gets here. So that's even more reason to be prepared. You can't keep talking about the end times and you you only got a week left. That mean that means you you lived a short life. Someone that is 16 years old right now and only lives to 25 mm-hmm. has a very short life. That you're going to die young. A person who who goes from 20 to 80 or 90 you can say that they've had a long life, but you don't know what your measure is. You don't you don't know when when your last day is final. And it's and it's almost like what when I think about what I just said as far as we diminish Christ down to a building. You know what I'm saying? What will people diminish you down to? Because you, you preach the word. Well, I mean, you gonna be that dash. <laughs> that's there, it. There's your birth date and there's your death date. Mm-hmm. And whatever your dad says about you, that's what you're going to be remembered by. Yeah. Whether they diminish you down to your ending, whether mm-hmm. they diminish you down to your beginning, or somewhere in between. That's right. That's what, that's what, I mean, that's all you're going to be to people is that dash. That's it. So whatever you do in your dash, mm-hmm. you make that dash count. That's right. You make it count. For everything. Number your days. Number your days. I'm going to live long and prosper. But to me, that might be 120 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but God said, a man that is born of a woman is a few days. A few. And it's full of trouble. Mm-hmm. The Bible said life is like a vapor. Yes, it does. Here one minute and go in the next. Yes. You know, so... I can't, I'm 43 years old. It seemed like my life went like that. <laughs> yeah, do. Now, when I, was, when I was 10, I couldn't wait to get 21. Couldn't wait to get 16. I couldn't wait to get grown. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to get grown so I can do my own thing and get out of here. And, and, and then I got grown. Yeah. But look what happened. When I got grown, I got older. Yeah. And from grown to older... Heaven quick. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So from older to death, go heaven quick. It is. It is. And you know, um, just just to mention this real quick, you know, mm-hmm. I consider that I have prepared my children for things like that. I have talked about that to the oldest two ever since they was like between six and ten. And I told them, don't cry over me. Don't 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 cry over me. I know where I'm going. I hope to see you. <laughs> you know, because I understand that we as people we take loss and we hold on to it mm-hmm. and we become bitter. We become angry with God. We become defeated you know in a why? way. Because because it's it's something it's something to hold on to. It's something to hold on to for ourselves. Memories. Mm-hmm. 
memories, you hold on to memories because they put you in a certain place. They do. In in, in your mentality. You be like, oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's great to remember a person for who they were mm-hmm. and for what they did. You know, what they, what value they brought to your life. Mm-hmm. But it's not okay to stay in a place of mourning. Right. There's a season to mourn, but there's also a season to rejoice. Yeah. Death is not the end, but it's the beginning of something new. Mm. They are no longer here in the flesh, but they have transformed to their, I want to say their ending place, but they have transferred to the place that they are going to spend their eternity. In wholeness, though. In wholeness and completeness, where they are not sick, where they are not injured, where they are not incapacitated, where they are not you know, known for what the reason that they left here for. They're in their robes. They're, you not know, everybody. Well, not everybody what? Everybody ain't in their robes. Well, well, not everybody. But what I'm saying is they're, they're up there to do what the angels do with the Lord. God is being worshipped all day. The Every Bible day. says the angels are around him. I'm talking about the beast. Holy holy, 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 holy. So why would I be, not why would I be upset, but when I can picture that and I can see that, I'm like, wow. Praise the Lord. You know, they would get to experience something that I have yet to experience. And not to say that, I look towards death or anything like that. But when that time comes, I'll be ready. You know, death is painful and it hurts. It does. The people that are left behind. It does. But at the same time, the people that are left behind have to strengthen who's left. Mm. Yeah. Strengthen that which remains. Yeah. And you know, and as we speaking, I know we didn't we didn't mean to go all the way over there, but as we are speaking about Christ's return, we're talking about being ready and prepared, and we're talking about because He's gonna be ready for you, and that's a relationship, and it's personal. Christ returning for me is personal. Christ dying for me is personal. I don't look at my word and take it lightly. I don't look at my word and say, oh, what the Lord said. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it just becomes a cliche or it just becomes church jargon. But when I look at my word, and I see that he's returning. Okay, Lord. I'll be ready. And that's how when my day comes, I want people to know and remember me by. If that is ever my legacy, she was ready. She was ready. That's it. Because if my readiness can help somebody else be ready. Mm. 
then I'm okay with that. I don't ever have to have a church building. I don't ever have to have a congregation. But if I have one witness to say she was ready, I'm okay with that. I've done what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And we was not going. We going there. <laughs> we was not going there this morning. <laughs> but I want to read some scriptures. Let me start off with some scriptures. Um, Matthew 24 and 42. Therefore be on alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. And we just discussed that. Mm -hmm. You do not know which day your Lord is coming. And as Chris just said, he don't know either. So it would behoove all of us to be ready or to be getting ready. But it's going to happen. But it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen like that. In, 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 in the twinkling of an eye. I mean, as quick as you can bat your eyelids. What What's that? I said happen. I get tired of hearing people and preachers say, um, we shall live and not die. You going to leave here. I know what they're trying to say. <laughs> but at the same time, whether you don't die today or tomorrow, you going to leave here. This is not your permanent home. We can save up all our money to buy the biggest house and the nicest car. And it's not going with us. And you don't even know if the person you leave it to is going to even take care of it or even want it for themselves. I mean, you might have billions of dollars in the bank, but I ain't <laughs> never seen the Brinks truck follow a hearse. Well, I, I ain't never seen I ain't never seen the bank come and and say, look, this was their money. I'm going to go, we're going to go ahead and put their money with them. We're going to make sure they have their money when they die. And, I, and I've seen that when I worked in a nursing home. There was a woman who owned a bank that was living in a nursing home. All this money she had, her children never came to see her. That showed me then, mm, you can have all the money in the bank. <laughs> And it might, might not mean nothing to you when you don't have somebody to love you, when you don't have somebody to come and see about you, when you don't have somebody to even remember your birthday. When she died, oh, they was there in less than 24 hours. So I learned that lesson a, a long time ago. My next um, scripture is Revelations 22 and 12. It says, Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me. To render to every man according to what he has done. What he has done. What have you done for the Lord? What have you done for the Lord? I ain't talking about going to church. I ain't talking about attending no conference. What have you done for the Lord? How much time have you spent with him? Who have you gone to see about for him? He says, Behold, I am coming quickly. Behold. Quickly. Behold. Quickly. And that's what he told uh, Judas. Do it quickly. <laughs> quickly. John 14 and 3 says, If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. There you may be also. Which means 
You have a choice. You may be there or you may not. He's already prepared the place. And he's going to come again. Whether it's the rapture or not. Hmm. And he's going to receive you to himself. To himself. And there you may be also. Mark 8 and 38. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words. In this adulterous and sinful generation. The son of man will also be ashamed of him. When he comes in the glory of his father. With the holy angels. We just got finished talking about the angels. Mm -hmm. If you are ashamed of God, if you are ashamed of living your life for God, if you are ashamed to even mention his name, if you are ashamed to be holy and righteous, if you are ashamed to walk away from your sin because mm -hmm. you don't want nobody to think that you're too good or you better than them, if you are ashamed of him, he will be ashamed of you. That's what his word said. That's not what I say. That's what his word said. Whoever is ashamed of me and my words. You ashamed to read your Bible? You ashamed to know what he said? You ashamed to quote a scripture to somebody that you know that don't even want nothing to do with God? What are you ashamed of? Because that, that's gonna you're gonna be rewarded back with that if that's if that's your stance. We cannot be ashamed to be up here and talk about scriptures and God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and, and everything else and living right because of what people might say. Because they don't have no heaven to put us in or no hell to send us to. But he is able to destroy yes, body and spirit. Body and spirit. And send them both to hell. So... Don't be ashamed of Christ. Don't be ashamed for changing your life. Don't be ashamed for not wanting to dress the way that you used to dress. Don't be ashamed for not hanging out with people that you used to hang around with. Don't be ashamed to have better and be better than what you what you were or what you currently are. Don't be ashamed to go to church. Don't be ashamed to 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 pray in front of people. Don't be ashamed that you want to you want a better life in Christ. Don't be ashamed of that. Because in everything, he, he has everything that you need. And even though it's not about that, he'll give you the perfect peace when you are in him. He'll cause those people to just stop even calling you. You'll be like, I ain't talked to so-and-so in about two weeks. He, oh, he'll, he'll make some people fall off from you when you are giving him glory. Because he's a jealous God and he don't want nobody to interfere with what he is doing in you. But he says, whoever is ashamed of me and my words and this adulterous and sinful generation, the son of man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels. So he's already telling you, I'll be ashamed of you if you are ashamed of me before my father. And those are the scriptures I want to read. There's one that I will read at the end, the very end, but... um. Did you want to expound on any of those, or you want to go straight into? Uh, I thought that, I thought I thought it was good, you know, because mm -hmm. if you be ashamed of him now, mm 
when your time come to stand before him, he saying, time will be ashamed of you. I don't know who that is. You know, uh, <laughs> depart from me. I don't know them, daddy. Father, <laughs> father. I, 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 I don't know them people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talk about keeping it real. Mm. And I just wanted to come from a place of warning. That's that's the place I want to come from. Like I said, if it was ever my last time to speak about Christ, I would want to warn the people just as Jesus did, just as John the Baptist is. John the Baptist did. Repent of your sins. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. All right. Go ahead. And me, I'm coming from Matthew 25, verses 31 through 40, maybe through 46. We'll see how it goes when I get there. (laughs) And they read, um, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from his goats. Mm. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you and then and the king will answer and say to them assuredly I say to you in as much as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren you did it to me then he also then he will also say to those on his left hand depart from me you cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels he did not prepare that for you and I he prepared that for the devil and his angels but if you continue to walk on the devil's path if you continue to walk on that road that's wide and 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 is a sure way to hell that's where you will be that's where you will be He said, for I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. Naked and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they were also then he then they also would answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he would say to them. Surely I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Mm. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. But now I want to also I want to say I want to come from. I want to come from first Corinthians, chapter 13, the whole chapter. 
Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clinging symbol. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. It does not parade itself. It is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things, for now I see in the mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall be then I shall know just as I am known. And now abide faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And what he's saying is. Don't get caught up with the prophecies. Don't get caught up with speaking in tongues. Don't get caught up with the word and knowledge and all these other things because they're going to vanish away. They're going to vanish away. When he who knows everything comes, everything that we thought we knew will be done away with. Right. That's going to be done away with. He said, you prophesied and you did all these things. You cast out devils and, and you did all these things. But. That was just a form of godliness. You just used my name. Mm. He said that was a form of godliness. That wasn't God. That He said that wasn't me. That mm. wasn't me. He said, but when you feed the poor, mm. when you clothe the ones that don't have no clothing, Be clear. When, you have, when you do all these things that was described over in Matthew 25, when you do these things, mm. He going to separate those. He going to separate the wheat from the tear. He said those that did to me. And they said, we didn't do that to you. We did that to people. He said, yeah, they was me. They was a part of me. They was the least in your place. But they was the greatest with me. Yes. He said, when you do these things for them, you're going to make, you're going to make your way. Into heaven. Mm -hmm. You're going to pave your way into heaven. He said all those bushes and things. You're going to beat that down. By your love. Mm -hmm. You're going to beat that down. By the truth of my word. You're going to beat that down. Because you took my word. And and you made it personal. You took my word. And you fed the hungry. You clothed Mm -hmm. the homeless. You did everything that you were supposed to. You went to the prison. You visited the Mm -hmm. sick. When I was in the hospital. And they couldn't get out. For nobody even to tell them about me. But you mm-hmm. went to them. He said they didn't have to come to you. You just sitting up in your church and you just want people to come to you. What about mm-hmm. you coming to them? Jesus. He mm. just said, come to the people. Jesus mm-hmm. went to the people. Jesus didn't stand in the synagogue and he teach and not. preach all day. He went out mm. and he did what needed to be done. He was yes. the one that was out there. Look, uh, uh, hey, hey, stand up. Come. See again. Mm-hmm. Walk again, talk again, mm. live again. Mm. Jesus was the one that was out there doing the work. He was the one that we were supposed to mirror. Exactly. He's the one we supposed to be 
just like. Yes. Like I said, I didn't come to be long-winded today. I just came to tell you that all the stuff that 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 we deem or we see as important as the casting out the devils and, and raising the dead and, 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 and healing the sick and all these things, they good. Yeah. They good. But a Mother Teresa is better. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. She went and visited the people in the yes, hospital. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Go to the nursing home. Go to the prison. Mm. See what it really is. Mm. Because we could be locked down. I, I got my mama. God bless her. She was at the nursing homes. At the All hospitals. The praying for the people. Doing everything to bring comfort. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the comforter. That's what the Holy Spirit is. That's what they call the Holy Spirit, the comforter. He came to ease the pain, to lessen the blow of what we see yeah. happening. Yeah. These people in these nursing homes and in these hospitals, they stuck to a bed. Mm. They stuck. And they just need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Sometimes a listening ear or a kind voice goes a long way. Yeah. The people in prison, it ain't like they can get out and go somewhere. Yeah, they did something that got them there, but that ain't who they are. Yeah. They was put there because of something that happened in a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. They was put there because something that happened. They did something or something was done to them and it caused them to react and it landed them in a place that they can't get out of. Mm. Yeah. But they need love too. They do. Everybody needs love. And I didn't come with a whole lot today. Mm. But I came with that. Because that's what's on my heart. That's what that's what weighs on my spirit. Because I can say, come out. And he come out. What? I'm powerful now. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. could have done that in Jesus' name and not even loved the person. That's what the, the Bible says. You can do all these things but not have love. Mm -hmm. It sure does. You can have the tongues that can speak and you can move mountains. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about you mm -hmm. can move mountains. I mean, you can cause things to, to happen just by speaking. And you deem yourself powerful. <laughs> and you say, look, I'm going to heaven because look what I did. Look what I did. I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven because God with me. Look what I did. So wrong. And, and Jesus just simply said, you can go to heaven, but you got to love. <laughs> you can go to heaven, but your works, all that stuff you saw me do, mm-hmm. You can do. That's right. But that ain't going to get you into heaven. Nope. When you love like I love, because I'm the one who gave my life for you. Mm -hmm. hmm? I'm the one. He said, I could have called the angels and the angels could have came and got me down and I could have still been walking around with you today. He said, but I chose not to do that. Mm. Because I deemed you more important than myself. 
Amen. And when you see people more important than yourself, mm-hmm. then you can give of yourself the love that they need, the time that they need. It might not be but 10 minutes. Yeah. But can you give somebody 10 minutes of freedom? Mm-hmm. Because what you what you sit there and listen to or what you say to somebody after 10 minutes of talking can free them. Can free them from the hell they in. Mm-hmm. Can freedom from a life of turmoil, a life of destruction. You know, 10 minutes can change somebody's life. Yeah. It don't take 15 hours. Mm-mm. It don't, it don't, it don't, sometimes it don't take that. Sometimes it takes a loving heart to touch the soul of somebody that's bitter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a kind word to turn a killer soft. Mm. Sometimes it takes you just a moment of your time, just a moment in saying, I love you to a stranger, that they can say love still exists and I want to be a part of that. And that was all I wanted to say today. Because love outweighs the works. Mm, Love outweighs everything else. It's the number one thing on the list. It's why God kept delivering the Israelites after they had became idolaters. Serving other gods. After they had done did all these other things. Mm. Fornicating and serving other gods and doing what they wanted to do, when they wanted to do it, how they wanted to do it. Sound familiar? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He kept saving them. He kept sending somebody to get them. Come on, keep. Come on, my people. Come on, my people. Come on, my people. If my people that are called by my name, come on, my people. Come on, my people. Mm. He said, you can't even be snatched out of my hand, but you so slow till you would just walk out of my hand. Mm. He said, nobody can't snatch you out, but you will remove yourself. Jesus. You want to be powerful. You want to be powerful. Love like you ain't never loved before. That is so true. A man that's willing to lay down his life for his brother. Mm. That is so no true. greater love. Mm. No greater love than that. Jesus laid down his life. Yes, for me did. and for you. Yes, he did. For us all. Just so that he may save some. Mm. He said, I know all ain't going to come to me. You know, I know they all ain't going to come. He already know. But the few that do. That's right. There's a reward in heaven for you. He said, I go to prepare a place. He said, which? I'm preparing a place by standing here and showing you who I am. Mm. He said, now, when you walk in this place, after I step away, after I go back into heaven, now, heaven is already ready for you. But when I step away, you step into the place that I'm at. And then you can be who I was. That's right. 
I had a dream. And Jesus was just walking around healing people. Walking around doing his thing. He was just being Jesus, you know. <laughs> he was being Jesus. <laughs> oh. But what he did was he took he took me by the hand. He took me by the hand. He said, Here. Now you it. now you do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it, it's it's never to be arrogant. It's never to be uh, um prideful. But when Jesus take you by the hand, mm. that was a simple a symbolization for me as I love you like you was me. Mm-hmm. You see me do it. Now you do it. Love but not only not only am I telling you to do what I what you what they saw me do in the Bible. I'm also telling you to love like you ain't never loved before. Mm. I'm telling you to go to the prison, go to the hospital. I'm telling you to go to the homeless mm-hmm. because they the ones that nobody don't don't look at. They the ones that nobody don't care about. They the ones that feel like nobody don't love them. Yeah. Nobody don't care about them. The widows and the orphans. But if you can give them me. In a conversation. Mm-hmm. He said, you ain't got to preach Christ down their throat. Mm-hmm. They can see love. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And they can receive love. Absolutely. But they can't receive. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got to get yourself right. They can't receive everything. But love, they can. Right. I don't care who you are. Even right. the killer in prison want to be loved. That's right. Huh? That's right. The rapists and the child molester want to be loved. Thank you. But we look at what they did. Mm-hmm. We look at it and say, man, that was premeditated. Yeah. And I, and I understand we're not negating, okay, evil. Not negating. Not negating evil. Call it what it is. Okay. But I have learned over time having conversations with people. There's a reason as to how and why they got there. Something happened. Something Something happened. And you may never know their story. You always know their ending and what they did. But you'll never, ever know. I got an aunt who preaches in prisons for almost 30 years now. And I call her, that's my other mom. (laughs) That's my other mom. Let me tell you. I'm telling you. There is some wisdom. And and I and I believe that's why we don't see a lot of preachers do it that day because you can't go in no prison, uh, being famous. And what I mean by that is trying to perform for people, because those are you gonna have to come with the real Holy Ghost. <laughs> they discern you when you walk in the door. That's what they she know said. Exactly who that's you what are she when said. She said the when you come in they. They're going to discern you. They're going to know who you is before you open your mouth. That's right. And when you open your mouth, all you're going to do is solidify what they thought about you. Exactly. Exactly. And I believe that's why most people don't do it. That's why you don't even hear about it no more. There's a select few, but you don't even hear about that no more. You know, and I, I, mm, and I, I tried to get into it. I tried and I tried. And, and I have been unsuccessful in that arena. But I know 
God gonna make a way for me to do everything I need to do when I need to do it. Absolutely. When I thought about doing it, I ended up going to Puerto Rico. I was like, man, look at you. Mm-hmm. As I came back from Puerto Rico, as soon as we, we moved out to paperwork. Texas, <laughs> I came from Puerto Rico and moved to Texas. That was the first thing I tried to get into was the prison ministry, and I, and and I got to the and and I got there and work took me away from what I was like, man, come on, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just and I'm just sitting here thinking, and, and God just God ain't said this verbally, mm-hmm. but He said not yet. Mm-hmm. When I get ready for you to walk in the door, I'm gonna open the door for you to walk into it. You ain't gonna walk into it because you're ready to walk into it because you think you're ready to walk into it because yeah. you want to walk into it. When I open the door and when you walk into it, you're gonna be effective in the door that I open for you to walk into. Because there's souls on the other side of your voice, and you can't and you can't have nothing attached to you mm-hmm. that's gonna agitate somebody else. That's right. That's right. You know you gotta look at it. People are in prison, so they already frustrated. Mm-hmm. They already aggravated, agitated. Mm-hmm. They don't need something coming in there agitating what's already aggravated. But that was all that I had for you today. That was all I had for you today. Christ returned. He going to come at a time we don't even know. He going to come at a time he don't even know. That's right. Only the Father knows that. The angels don't know. No other source. There is no other source that's going to tell you. And God ain't talking. <laughs> he know how to keep a secret. That's right. He sure do. That's why you don't know when your last day going to be. Because he know how to keep a secret. <laughs> Amen to that. And how many billions of people done passed away on this earth? God know how to keep a secret. I want to read um, 1 Thessalonians. We're going to close out. Um, Before we close out, I do want to um, mention this. I posted um, yesterday uh, my apostle as she was uh, doing her motivation, not motivation, Miracle Monday. Um, She is um, about to acquire a new building for the congregation and for Ignited Blue Church. And I would like to ask anyone who can. Um, it was on my heart to to ask the people today. So that's why I'm asking you. I'm always reposting her um, videos or her flyers for this purpose. But it's um, to get a new building. And you can cash out. Uh, let me get the It's uh, dollar sign blue fire power. She also is selling uh, brooches, and you can go to her page called Gracefully Brooch if you would just like to purchase something. Um, and the, all of those proceeds go to um, the building fund. I believe in my apostle. Everything I know is from her. I've been with her for four years, but watched her for almost a year and a half before I even said a word to her um, on Facebook Live. She has ministered to me. She has, she is the apostle that will call you, will come check up on you, make sure that you have before she has. 
I would not be saying this if it was somebody I did not believe in, if it was somebody that I did not believe that would, would do the right things with funds. She is not a, a preacher who profits off of the people. She does everything with integrity and she is um, a very, she's very loyal to God. Okay. If, if I can uh, describe her in a nutshell, she is going to be loyal to God before anybody else. So um, once again, I will post it in the comments, um, but it's uh, dollar sign blue fire power. And, or you can go to her gracefully brooch page to purchase um, a brooch, which is a new business that she has um, to raise money for the, her proceeds. So before, um, since I mentioned that, I'm going to go ahead and read the last scripture, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 14 through 18. And may the Lord bless you with his word, and then we're going to close out. Uh, it says, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in, in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Mm. And I just want to say Christ is going to return. He is returning. Be prepared. Be ready. We can all be prepared for shortages. We can all be prepared for things that are going to come about in this earth. But our ultimate way of being prepared is being prepared in Christ. So, Chris, you want to pray us out? Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day, another opportunity to come before your people, oh, Heavenly Father. I pray that the words of our mouth, oh, Heavenly Father, was enough to prick the heart of somebody else, oh, Heavenly Father. Sure. I pray that the word of our mouth, oh, Heavenly Father, came from the scripture that you have placed before us, oh, Heavenly Father. Let that sink in, oh, Heavenly Father. Open their hearts to receive what you are saying, oh, Heavenly Father. Let thy your will be done today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless. Love you to life.